The one thing that you can be sure about lunchtime in Luxembourg is that you'll never be alone. The other thing that you can be sure about lunchtime in Luxembourg is that you'll probably hear more than three languages spoken simultaneously at any given time, which is precisely what happened the other day in this cozy little Greek restaurant in the center of the capital. My name is Aliash Pengobitens and this is Lux Ventures, your podcasting guide to navigating life in the Grand Duchy. In this podcast, I trick unsuspecting expats into sharing their experience with Lützeburg. What to expect, how to adapt, when to give up and when to hold on. At the very least, we try to provide some emotional comfort. Sometimes, however, it's good to take a look at things from the other perspective and talk to locals as well. This is one of those times. Despite a wide range of tongues spoken, or precisely because of it, language is, to put it mildly, a sensitive issue in Luxembourg. Debates can get heated quickly and before you know it, nuance is lost in the noise. Which is precisely what happened to Jacques Werner and three other young Luxembourgish professionals when they launched a petition to include English as an auxiliary or support language in certain administrative processes. Not that anyone cares about the wording. For some people, the combination of words English, administrative and language was enough to send them through the roof. Okay, so uh, we're sitting here with uh, Jacques Werner and Sami Mastery. Good day to you both, gentlemen. Um, and the reason is this, uh, the petition to establish English as an administrative language in Luxembourg, which has, uh, it was a bit controversial, uh, uh, um, it seems in the media and in uh, public, uh, the way public uh, reacted. Were you surprised by this, by, by, by the controversy of it all? I was only half surprised, let's say. Um, the question about languages has been lingering, I think, I think, for some time. And it's easy to understand something that wasn't meant with... Um, with it, of course, the the objective, let's say, of these petitions was to have English as a second language. And for some people, the question could be related to having English as a first language. So, of course, there's there are issues of language competition that that uh, that people think about. Uh, of course, you have Luxembourgers on one side, whose uh, mother language is Luxembourgish. They they have a slight fear that Luxembourg Luxembourgish role could uh, decrease, and of course the first thing they think about when they see something about uh, English being somehow official, the first thought they have is that Luxembourgish could uh, decrease, and of course there's fears there's fears related to language issues, and there's huge it's it's very important to communicate things right when. when um. And just to explain, uh, Sami will be f um, functioning as a support group here, so uh, Jacques will be doing most of the talking, but uh, Sami, feel free to interject any, any, anytime you want. I will touch on the issue of, of uh, deli the delicateness of language uh, issue in Luxembourg uh, a bit later on, but for starters, just how did you come about this idea? Uh, because, I mean... 
you know, on some level, it seems more like an unnecessary crutch for for expats who come here and are anyhow used to 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 do everything in English and are. You know, it's one of their first cultural shocks. Even for me, not coming from a from a Slavic country, was that not everyone speaks or expects to be spoken to in English here. Um, well, actually, the the initial idea came uh, from the fact I had uh, had an English speaking girlfriend, and she had some real problems in the place where she lived. And she wanted to file a complaint. And she also had to call the police once. And I noticed that it was extremely difficult because I didn't know that. I thought it was quite easy also to do something in English. But it was nearly impossible. Uh, it was very difficult because first the policemen, they didn't speak English. I had to translate everything. And then we wanted to file a complaint. I had to come with her to the police. And then we were able to file it somehow uh, by me translating. But I found it very strange because in reality many people, many Luxembourgers who work for the government, they speak English. It's sometimes you have to do it in another language, although they would be able to do the process of English. And then I thought it's really uh, somehow there's something that could be done because many government employees, many people who work for the government already speak English, but at the same time it's always required to do things in French. And then I thought it would, could be useful to uh, open up more towards English, also because the language is easy for many Luxembourgers. And uh, yeah, and I posted something on the internet in my blog, and Sammy read about it, and he thought he had similar ideas. And that's how it started. That uh, we thought that something should be done. We could do a petition supporting uh, the idea that in Luxembourg you should be able to use English for for administrative processes. It just and just to make sure, I mean, to under, uh, that I, I understand you correctly, that it's English as an additional option to, if necessary, to perform administrative processes. Yes, yes we, when we filed the petition, we, actually you have this language law in Luxembourg that always gave a lot of clarity, because in that law it's defined that Luxembourgish is a national language, and that there are three administrative languages, Luxembourgish, German, and French. And then also it's defined that French is the legislative language, the language of the law. This was always very clear. And we thought that it needs a refreshment. And our idea was that English should not be an administrative language like the other languages, but it should somehow be auxiliary. And we also expressed it that way in the petition. But the funny thing is that it was exactly at the same time we deposited the petition. There was another deposit, another petition deposit. Without we didn't know who, uh, we didn't know the people from the other petition. But by pure coincidence, there was at the same time two petitions about English, and the other petition they proposed English to be an administrative language, whereas we proposed an auxiliary administrative language. So there was a slight, there was a slight difference. But we, in our, in our view, things should never happen too fast. And it would be a good beginning, maybe, to, to define where English can be used, where it can't be used. And in our view, it's important in some fields, for example, medical fields. Um, as an English-speaking person in hospital, it's, it's quite difficult, because hospitals are heavily French-speaking and Luxembourgish-speaking. And this is a bit strange, because there's nevertheless a large part of the population that speaks English. So you have this asymmetry between, to be a doctor, you need to be able to speak two local languages, English not being part of it, 
but at the same time you have a large part of the uh, population speaking English and and it's these kind of things that we thought should uh, should be changed and when you say we it's not just you and Sami um, well actually we have we are four people who did the petition uh, four friends who all have the same opinion and in my view there's uh, many Luxembourgers who have the same opinion because I have talked to many people uh, in in the banking sector but also other sectors and there are many who found it very good idea well officially it's just what a thousand four hundred and eighty something that share your opinion uh, and the legal limit is for uh, forty five hundred signatures were you disappointed by the result uh, yeah I think uh, that we were slightly disappointed I have to say that we thought that we would get more but you can say that it comes in part from the way you communicate things. Uh, due to the fact that there were two petitions, communication was already more difficult. And at some point, there was also some negative communication sometimes, uh, which I, I didn't appreciate. I thought it should only happen in a positive way, to say that it would be a good idea, it would, be, it would bring us something, instead of talking about situations negative situation. So I think the, the, the beginning could have been better. Communication should have happened better. Um, I was stunned by some of the vitriol that, that was was uh, published online, especially in the obviously the comment section, which are, the, as we all know, the cesspool of the internet. But still, it's, it's, um, it seems as, as if uh, people who vehemently opposed uh, your petition were not really bothered by the nuance of it. They, they saw it either as a perceived as a real danger to, as you've noted already, the Luxembourgish as a national language. Uh, yes, that's true. Um, there was some vitriol, and what is interesting is that the vitriol was only partly from Luxembourgers. It was also in a very large part from uh, maybe even English speakers. And I think to understand it, you have, I think you have to also look maybe at the political circumstances of the current political circumstances. You have indeed uh, currently political um, developments in England and in the United States that are driven by populism. And I think that some of the reactions were a bit... They, they, they were meant to say that the right way to go to another country is to learn the local languages, which I understand, of course. They defended the idea that people who move should accept other cultures, which I also think uh, should be the case. And I think they missed the point of, of our petition, which was to, 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 to defend the idea of a second language that everybody can understand and the type of language that, that everybody can use to, to increase understanding. So I think at some point maybe the, the, the objective of the petition was also missed by, by, by some people. Um, do you think it's just a case of bad timing? Because of the Brexit, of the Trump administration, of the general malaise the liberal democracy in Western world uh, is facing? Or is there something, a deeper undercurrent that's sort of just burst in the open, but sort of, um, well, with your petition acting as a, as, as a catalyst? I think that um, there are indeed currently currents 
that you have the question of identity that's coming up and I think this might not just be the point right now but I think it's a general development right now where people are asking themselves more identical questions mm -hmm. that are always related to language and so I think that it is something that's currently happening and it's difficult it's, uh, it's important that these discussions happen and it's also important to have the right answers uh, for these discussions the timing also plays because for example um, the days after the attack by Trump on the Iranian uh, Soleimani uh, there was for two days there was no nobody who signed which is interesting so this has a huge influence nevertheless so political developments have an influence even on something that wasn't that wasn't related at all. Um, also interesting is that, um, I mean, I come from a small country myself, Slovenian, slightly more than two million people speak the Slovenian language all over the world, mostly in Slovenia, and there is this, the, the this perceived endangerment of the nation, of the identity, is ingrained in the psyche. Uh, it's slowly abating. A lot of people um, speak English, speak other languages, but the notion that if you live in Slovenia, you should learn to speak Slovenian for all purposes is still very, very much present. And while I can see totally and, and uh, to a very full disclosure, to a large degree, uh, agree with your initiative, I can, you know, see the other side in being vehemently opposed seeing it as a sort of you know um, slippery slope issue and if we allow this then the next step is make it a full administrative language then etc etc and where, where does this leave Luxembourgish I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I really want to answer to this. Of course, I understand this. Uh, I understand that fear because every Luxembourger knows it as well. We are born speaking Luxembourgish. I mean, the mother language is often Luxembourgish. There are, of course, many children in Luxembourg who, where the language at home is not Luxembourgish. But nevertheless, we learn it as the language we use between ourselves. And this fear that it could be somehow disappear or it could lose in importance, everybody knows it. But in Luxembourg, we are very accustomed to the fact that languages, that you have more than one language. So every language has a function. Luxembourgish has a function as a language that you use between, uh, you use at home with friends in the family. And then French was always a language where, where the function was more official. But French never really diminished Lux, the use of Luxembourgish between Luxembourgers. So in my view, the Luxembourgish experience to have more than one language, where many people know these languages and where each language has a function, works pretty well. And this diminishes this, this fear that one language would, would supplant another one. It's that also the whole educational system uh, is built on the fact that everybody needs to learn French and German and English. Until now, Luxembourgish was not as much part of the educational system because everybody used it at home anyway. So until now, the, every, each language had a function and these languages existed somehow together. They coexisted. So, uh, Would you just just popped in my, in my head the idea? Do you think this opposition would be smaller 
if Luxembourgish was an official European Union, uh, official language of the European Union? Um, that's a good question. I think the question has come up very often if Luxembourgish should be an official language of the European Union, but our own law is written in French. So if you would start now to, to translate European directives into Luxembourgish, I think most Luxembourgers themselves would find it exaggerated. And I know that it's, it's not always uh, easy to, to explain to people from other countries what is the role of Luxembourgish for us. Uh, we really have this idea that it's absolutely natural that the law is in French, but that our language is Luxembourg. It's completely natural for us. And so I think there are nevertheless many Luxembourgers who don't want Luxembourgish to become an official language of the European Union, if this means translating every directive and every regulation into Luxembourgish. It sounds very, very practical. Speaking of languages, I think I hear about six around us in this cozy little uh, Greek restaurant we are here today. Um, and um, how do you... I mean, is this a generational thing? Because it seems that, you know, inevitably something like this will happen that all over the Europe there will be administrative tasks, the possibility of doing them in... in more than just the official or, or, or administrative language of the country. Do you think that you're just spearheading something that is inevitable down the road? Um, I have to say, I think yes. We have made the experience in Europe, in different countries had different policies. You had, for example, Belgium. Belgium has had a language conflict for 50, more than 50 years. And it's a painful conflict. And it affects everything. And Luxembourgers have seen that. And I think there are nevertheless many Luxembourgers who have recognized that the past Luxembourgish policy has been quite successful because we don't have a real language conflict. Uh, and you have other regions where the same happens. And I think the key to this is that the education system has to... People have to learn all the languages. And I think the key realization is that that's possible. That it's possible for people to speak three languages. And I think in some countries this hasn't been... Recognize that it's actually possible to have three functional languages and that it leads to quite good outcomes because people get people who learn more than one language they have ease to acquire additional languages and they have some advantages in, in, in many fields and for Luxembourg when we look at Belgium we don't understand why they just they didn't introduce uh, Flemish and French everywhere to say that you all learn Flemish and you all learn French because it, it solves so many problems and final question coming full circle, um, what's your next step? Your petition is, if I understand the procedure now, has now been downgraded, so to speak, to an ordinary one and it's basically up to the committee whether to take it up or not. So what are your next steps? Uh, yes, it is true that uh, the number of signatures was not uh, sufficient. Uh, the next step in, is that we will actually, there, there will be, um, uh, in 2021, there will be, um, how do you call it, um, a census in Luxembourg. So what's interesting is maybe already to, to notice in this census an evolution of, uh, of the use of language. And what we want to do is we want to, to prepare maybe to, to readdress the question at some time and to communicate better, to, to make to to make our e ideas easier to understand and to clarify that uh, 
that there should be no um, idea that of competition between languages, but there's complementarity actually, complementarity between languages. Jacques Lerner, uh, Sami Marci, thank you very much, and uh, bon appétit. So this is it. If the whole thing got a bit loud towards the end, it's only because a meal in Luxembourg is a social occasion, as it should be. Thank you for tuning in, or downloading as it were, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Lux Ventures. If you can, please leave a review and rate this podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Don't forget to like our Facebook page and feel free to ping me on Twitter at Pengovsky with any comments and suggestions you might have. Lux Ventures will be back next month. Mm-hmm.